All right. What a fantastic start to rambling and sports gambling. This is episode 13, and I am your host, Nick Buckley. It has been an absolute while since I have gotten on the mic and been able to preach the sports gospel to these listeners. Again, if you've already subscribed to Spotify, I very much appreciate it. If you haven't, just go ahead and hit the button, and that way you can get a notification anytime I drop another episode. And who knows when that's going to be because it is not consistent. Um, so here we are, and I do, again, I do appreciate every single person um, that listens to Rambling and Sports Gambling. Um, so just kind of give you a brief background of where I've been. Um, basically impossible to put together a podcast if you have a job because the lines for basketball and baseball come out the morning of. So I would have to wake up incredibly early, do my research, record, edit, and publish before I left for work, and that's just not possible. So that's why football season is mainly when this happens, but the NBA decided to release lines early for the play-in games, so we have an opportunity to do a podcast. Um, So I'm excited to be here. Um, Here's kind of the rundown for today. We are going to ramble a good amount. i got a lot of submissions on Instagram. If you don't follow me and didn't submit any questions, concerns, stories, random thoughts, or anything else that you wanted on the show, you can do that. Follow me at BucketsBuckley on Instagram. So here we go. We're going to ramble. We're going to go through Big Pick Nick, and then we'll hit the infamous mortgage moment. Again, excited for a fantastic show today. What a great lead in here into the rambling segment of rambling and sports gambling. Like I said, a lot of great submissions. First one comes from Jake S. He says, no questions or no comments. Just one statement for the play-in games, Warriors money line. Um, so take that as you will. Overall, that individual is not up in his career uh, lifetime gambling. So let's just leave it at that. Next comment comes from David. He says, what sort of crypto are you invested into? Um, only one at the current time, XRP. Shout out Ty Pinson. He, uh, he is very passionate about it and got me into that one. Third question comes from a very loyal listener and a huge fan of the show, uh, Gannon. Also, I got to give a special shout out to Gannon while we're here. Um, so this individual for my birthday back in February had a Nike dry fit hat with the show's logo on it. Um, so absolutely fantastic gift. Very appreciative. Wear it all the time. Anyway, shout out Gannon. He says, PGA head-to-head, give me some input. And I say, Gannon, just save your money, bud. I'm so bad at golf head-to-head bets that you, I can't even give you my input just in good faith because I like you as a friend. Um, so the next one, it comes from Tyler. He says, will we get a Dunes Cup preview? And for individuals not aware of the Dunes Cup, that's a 16-man uh, golf trip I go on annually. Um, yeah, I think we will. I think we'll get a breakdown. Um, granted, we'll have to give our fans a roster here where we can see individual pitchers, stats, get them every everybody caught up to date, really as to what the Dunes Cup is. But we'll do that. Um, That's late July, first weekend of August. Blake says, who makes the NBA playoffs out of the teams in the playing games? Great question, and we will certainly get to that. We'll have a breakdown of all of those games here in Big Picnic, so stay tuned. Also, I'll give a shout-out to Blake. This guy is a great guy. Had dinner with him earlier this week. If you need a Houston realtor, hit me up. I'm glad to refer you to him. One of the best guys I know in the Houston area. Uh, Jake says... How do you feel about the NBA play-in games? Do they add any value to the NBA? I, I actually happen to uh, agree with LeBron James here. Fire the individual that came up with this idea. 
I think we say that for very different reasons, though. But for me, it doesn't make any sense, all right? If you think about the percentage of teams that are already getting into the playoffs, the NBA was allowing 16 out of 30 teams, eight from each conference, already into the playoffs. So you only need to be in the top 50% of the NBA just to make the playoffs. Um, and so we expanded that now to the top 20 out of 30 now has a chance. Like, I feel like it's watered down the regular season. And, I mean, a lot of people – sorry – a lot of casual fans don't watch the regular season as is, and now it gives them even less of a reason uh, to go ahead and watch the regular season. So, it, I mean, all their eggs are one basket, and that is the playoff basket. Um, so to me, as someone who watches the regular season, I think it's dumb, and it waters down the regular season. But, you know, if you're only playoff-only person, this is great. You get another couple of games. So it really just depends on your perspective. But if you're asking me, overall, one answer, dumb. Uh, next question comes from Ryder. He says, what is the very best value for a top 20 finish in the PGA Championship this week? And, it's, and I looked into this, and I don't like my answer, but you want a value. But the course is playing 7,800 yards, the longest any majors ever played. So I was looking at people that hit the ball far, and obviously those are all the favorites. But value, Justin Rose, pure ball striker, even gets windy out there on the coast, plus 10,000 for a top 20. That's worth a few dollars. Let's see if we can do something special there. If that hits, I will uh, I'll Venmo you for a tip. Um, all right, Luke says, which top four seed in the NBA playoffs has a chance to be upset in the first round? I thought this one was one of the more interesting questions that we got this week. Um, I'll give you a non-exciting answer. Uh, first one, the Lakers as a seven seed versus the Suns as a two seed. Uh, I mean, obviously, they're defending champs, and they're finally getting healthy. Um, they should have a full roster for the entirety of the playoff run. So we'll see. I mean, no one could beat them last year in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, the Suns are obviously very good. And, you know, Chris Paul's goaded. Um, but we'll see what happens. My outside-the-box an- outside answer here that would probably get you a pretty good money line would be the eight-seed Washington Wizards beating the one-seed Sixers in the first round of the playoffs. And I only say that because Bradley Bill – and Westbrook can do enough to carry that team. If they get any sort of shooting, they can do enough, I think, to beat the 76ers. Um, so I'd be interested to see what, what that looks like, but those are my two picks. Uh, next question comes from Brandon M. He says, no question, just one comment. Quote, I miss the show and I miss you. Very kind words, much appreciated. I miss doing the show and I think you're a good guy yourself. Um, question and slash comment number 10. This comes from one of our biggest fans of the show, Mike D. Um, Also, no question, just a comment. He says, quote, I'm not keen on the NBA betting board right now. Um, So we wish him good luck and, you know, hopefully some confidence there to put some bets down. Uh, Last one in the rambling segment tonight. Um, It comes from Will. He said, what's a super aggressive NFL future? How about this one? You'll like this one, William. Jameis Winston, NFL MVP plus 25,000. Go ahead and get on that now before that gets taken off the board. This man got his eyes fixed and hasn't been a starter since then. He's going to be seeing the field like he's never seen the field before, folks. Drew Brees and his noodle arm are out of New Orleans. The playbook, the team is Jay Booz. They're going to be in W's and crab legs all season long. All season long. So there you go. That's been the rambling segment. We're about to move into the big picnic. 
Oh, yeah, baby. Coming in hot for NBA playoff time. Here we go. First game in the NBA play-in before the playoffs. Here we go. Tuesday slate of games. We got Indiana versus Charlotte. Current line, Indiana minus three. Opened at two and a half. We're just too slow. So now we're on Indiana minus three. Let me tell you why I like this. Got Karis LeVert back in the lineup. Um, he is out with a migraine. Mm, sus on Sunday. But sounds sounds like he'll be back in the starting lineup here for Tuesday night's game. Um, we talked about momentum, and I feel like that is important. Uh, I really don't feel like it can be overstated um, when it comes to sports. Um, Charlotte, just, huh, yikes. Um, they've lost five straight now going into the play-in game. And they are playing at Indiana, and they've lost six of the last seven on the road. Um, you look at that team, and there's just really not a lot of, well, certainly no star power. But there's really just not a lot of basketball talent in general there. And typically, you do need basketball talent to win basketball games. Continuing the theme of momentum here, Charlotte 8-16 and 16, um, since Gordon Hayward was injured on April 2nd. So that really speaks to one, momentum, but two, it, when you don't have probably your best or second best player, you're just not very good. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm going to fade Charlotte into oblivion here. I love Indiana minus three. My only concern, my only concern about that not being a winner is the fact that Indiana just sometimes just forgets to play defense slash doesn't want to. And I understand that. That's a lot of effort and a lot of hustle. When I play pickup, I also am not, I'm not a willing defender per se, but, but sometimes you got to do it, especially when it's the playoffs. So hopefully they play some defense. Um, here, we're going to move into the Wednesday night games. Uh, Spurs versus the Grizzlies. The Spurs are plus three and a half versus the Grizzlies. I looked at the line there. Didn't like it. Spurs plus three and a half. Didn't really like Grizzlies minus three and a half. Um, I, I can't go into the playoffs and doubt Greg Popovich. Regardless of who's on the team, I already lost their team Win total bet this year. I watched in the preseason, so this team isn't going to win more than 20 games. Um, yeah, lost money. So anyway, I, I can't fade them. So what I do like, because it is the Grizzlies and it is the Spurs, is under 222. And I'll give you a couple of scenarios where I think that is. Um, Spurs, they shoot the least amount of threes in the entire NBA. They just don't do it. They're a big two-ball team, which... Not entertaining, not exciting, not fun. So right up Greg Popovich's aisle. Um, and when they do decide, you know, whoops, I'm going to break the rules, shoot a three, um, they're 23rd in percentage when they actually let it fly. So I can see this staying low. Um, let's talk about Memphis here. So Jaron Jackson, their second best player after John Moran, um, has been sidelined with a meniscus injury and has missed the last few weeks of the regular season. So he is supposed to start. Um, so I see a lot of rust on him, which is great. I would love to see him go 0 for 17 tomorrow. Let's 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 get the team totals to like 198. Let's not even have a sweat here. Um, so I like that in our favor. Uh, again, the only concern I would have about this game is uh, Valanchunas, and I didn't realize what a great rebounding season he's had. He's actually third in the NBA um, in rebounds per game. So my only concern, because the Spurs don't really have any threat or presence down low, is him getting a lot of offensive rebounds kicking it back out, and or having putbacks. But I like it. Spurs and Grizzlies under 222. Third playing game we're going to talk about here is easily the most exciting one. 
Lakers versus Warriors. Warriors plus four and a half currently. What is just a great game for a playing game. Obviously, you know, the NBA didn't plan this. They thought the Lakers would be a one or two seed, defending chance, blah, 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 blah. But here we are. We now have probably the two best players in the NBA this year, LeBron and Steph, square off in the playing game. Absolute beauty. And one of the things I'm most excited about is these teams are playing well. Both teams have won the last five. But here's the thing. The Lakers, talent-wise, are just astronomically, seismically, incredibly more talented, basically at every position, um, than the Warriors. And the Warriors have no doubt. Everyone on their bench is hurt. They just they're, they're just, they don't have anybody. They're 6, 7, 8, all hurt. So they have 1 through 5, and then 9, 10, 11, and hopefully they can do something special. Which, because it's only a one-game thing, they might do something special. And that's why I specifically am riding Warriors plus four and a half. I like it a lot. Steph Curry, everyone knows he's been going off. He's the scoring champ this year. He's averaging, averaging, not even in this last stretch, but for this season, 32 points per game. And the reason that, obviously that's amazing, but the reason I like that even more is because the Lakers much like the Spurs, are not good at shooting the three. or they And they don't do it often. Lakers are 25th in threes per game. And listen to this stat. This is a stat that I'll be watching personally. Is the Lakers are only 500, 12 and 12, when making fewer than 10 threes. So if they don't get to that magic number, Warriors have a great shot of just winning that outright, but obviously, and the cover as well. So again, Warriors plus four and a half. So... One more thing on the docket here um, that we got a lot of love for is we're looking at the PGA Championship, I believe the second major so far this year. People wanted some picks. So I looked up the venue. I'm like, well, let's let's see where they're playing because, as we all know, PGA Championship, the worst major by a mile in golf. Just I don't know how they make it better. Maybe just play at the same place every year. I, maybe not call it the PGA Championship. Maybe give it a cool name. I don't know. It's a disaster. I mean, it's really maybe they turn into a putt putt event. I don't know. Anyway, things in Kiowa, which I assumed was in Hawaii. Um, looked it up. Only missed it by six thousand miles. It's actually in South Carolina, um, so that was good to know. Apparently, it's been rated the hardest course by Golf Digest because it's on the ocean and gets windy. Um, so anyway, so a lot of great information. So I'm glad I did some research before I came on here and told everybody that it was in Hawaii because it's not. Um, here we go. Here's three of my favorite picks. Um, Victor Hovland. Uh, I've been on him a couple of times recently um, for ma- mainly top fives and top tens. But this man backdoors top five finishes like no one's business. He will be – I mean, he's nowhere. He's not even sniffing contention day one, two, and three. And then the, the, here comes the leaders down the 18 fairway walking it up to finish the tournament. It's like Victor Hovland, third place. And you didn't see him one time on TV, never heard his name, rolls in a 66 on Sunday, third place. Um, so Victor Hovland to win, plus 2,000. For him to have a top five finish, plus 400. Really like that one a lot. Uh, my second pick, and I mean, you by default have to pick this individual because he is a two-time winner and back-to-back winner of the PGA Championship, Mr. Brooks Koepka. Um, got, I mean, you got to. I mean, this guy... 
I don't know. I don't know if he actually really means it, but he supposedly doesn't even practice unless it's for a major. Uh, that's what I say, too, when I go play on Saturdays, but I don't practice because I'm lazy and don't have time and have a real job. Uh, so, you know, uh, it is what it is, but Brooks to win, plus 5,000. Brooks just for a top five finish, plus 800. Again, this is the longest major of all time, playing at 7,800 plus yards. Um, so it is going to be important, I think, to be able to hit the ball far and relatively straight. Um, and the last one, uh, not exactly you know someone that mashes the ball, but someone that's incredibly consistent with their ball striking and putting. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, plus fifty five hundred to win, um, and plus eleven hundred for a top five. And again, kind of the appeal for me uh, for Tommy Fleetwood compared to some of the other long shots is his consistency with the ball striking and long irons. Um, so that gets me excited. But Hovland, Brooks Kepka, and Tommy Fleetwood are my picks here. Uh, for the PGA Championship this week. But anyway, that has been a big picnic. Mortgage moment is next, baby. Speaking of throwing dollars, welcome to the mortgage moment. Wow, I'm excited to be here. Hope you're excited to listen. Um, if you have not listened, this is your first time listening. One, I'm very thankful for you. But two, this is the moment in the show where we, by we, me, I encourage you to go take a second mortgage on your home and put it on this game because it's going to win because it's that big of a lock. Please don't actually do that. Um, so here it is. Wizards plus two versus the Celtics mortgage moment. Let's, let's walk through it. Washington been on an absolute heater. This is just straight up 17 and 6 in their last 23. Boston straight up lost 10 of the last 15. Wizards and Celtics have played three times already this year. Bradley Beal has averaged 41 points per game in those meetings. Russell Westbrook, don't like him. Think he's a stat patter. But he's really been padding those stats recently, really being on hard points, rebounds, assist. It just feels like one of those things where there's enough momentum on the Wizards' way. And one of those things where I just feel like Westbrook and Bill will just take over because they the Wizards don't make the playoffs. Where they feel like they want to win this one more than the Celtics do. Celtics feel like they're ready to go to the Bahamas on vacation and they're not very interested in playing this ball game. So I love it. Mortgage moment. Wizards, plus two, pop, lock, and drop it. Again, thank you so much for listening. I do want to give a shout-out to my two biggest sponsors, Canes. Had a three-finger combo, extra sauce, uh, before we fired this thing up. And I did get all of my lines and a lot of my information from DraftKings. Um, So if you haven't downloaded the app, not legal in Texas, but you can see all the lines. Um, So you can get good information there if you haven't already downloaded that. Again, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram or text me with any questions, concerns, or thoughts about the show. Again, this has been episode number 13 of Rambling and Sports Gambling. I'm your host, Nick Buckley. Have a fantastic day.